0: Hello and welcome to my podcast of Stop Sleeping Under The Carpet. Now I have a special guest, her name is Shireen Lovegrove. I must apologise because we were trying to do an interview before but for some reason it just, you know, it, it, it wasn't, you couldn't really quite hear it. So I'm hoping that we can continue with, um, with this and that uh, and that you 'll be able to understand what's actually going on, the topic um, of this conversation is to do with being ostracized and estranged and being estranged from um, your loved ones and that is my own personal experience so for those of you who don 't know, my name is jacqueline francis i'm an author, award winning speaker, and an educator, and I'm passionate about well you know. Healthy relationships, whether it's with your parents, whether it's with siblings or your partner. So in this um, interview, Shireen is a psychotherapist, and she explains to me a little bit more in depth as to what she felt has gone on with um, in the relationship with myself and my siblings. So um, please do like, share, comment, whatever you have to do. Um, I think it's really an interesting conversation the case okay oh. well hey we've got a conversation going <laughs> exactly exactly and i mean robert did mention to get some earphones but i was so absorbed to try to get you on and and, and hear what you had to say so now i can speak and i can hear you clearly without oh i, I, I can hear you like a dream <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic yeah, oh is. dear all the other times <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you're saying i understand what you're saying because um i from from what i can hear anyway that my siblings thought that I would be quiet about how Mm. they treated Mm. me. So that means that they would still have the power. And that hasn't been the case because I've been quite open about it, about how they've treated Mm. me. And I did that. The reason why I did that was because I wasn't being heard. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't Mm. rebellious or anything like that. It's because I tried to approach and have a conversation with them. Yeah. And I felt that I wasn't being heard. So... Because I wasn't being heard, I just—I wrote my chapter in a book called *The Blind Spot*. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. Out there, do you know what I mean? So, um, but going back to that issue of the pain, this mm. extensive pain—you know—I'm just going to recap for those who's going to come on um, on the replay. My apologies first and foremost for any interruptions or, you know, that you couldn't hear us properly, we've now resolved it. And I hope that you're able to listen to the broadcast (laughs) all the way through. Because we're talking about the subject of um, ostracism, being ostracised and being estranged. And you were saying earlier Mm. on, is it estrangement that's a result of being ostracised, or is it ostracised as a result of being estranged, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... think, It's really difficult, uh, I suppose it's kind of semantics, but I think that you know when you, when you're in the situation, you still get ostracized and so you estrange, mm. but when you're estranged and the, you're still getting ostracized, you yeah. know because when you're doing something else you' still be but I, a thought just jumped in my head and was called ostracized they're being an ass. <laughs> 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 you know, literally like an ostrich put your head in the ground, but they're just being a total ass. Yeah. You know, so there's something about that. Uh, I don't know why that jumped up, but it just, I just thought, oh, okay, that's another way of looking at it.
0: Yeah, I'm just uh, being an movie. ass. I always, thought, I always thought that I had um, estranged myself from them, not knowing that they had already done that. I was, because I break it down, there's a, a strangey and a stranger. And I'm the estrangee, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Because
1: I didn't have any control what? over it. I didn't know anything about it. Well, I think, I think, mm, I mean, there's something. It was. It, you've got. You said. Is it? Is it both sisters? I'm sorry, yes. I, I forgot yes. there a second. So it's both yes. sisters. So, and they both. They both have estranged you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something about. Yeah, they've ganged up absolutely. Yes. But there's there's something else that's going on, which is. You know, when – when there, there's something that – I don't know whether you've ever read anything by uh, Anne Campbell, but she talks about how um, there's female violence. So the way women basically do things is not about meeting up, like, you know, I think in essence, which is more easier for men to do, but in general – I'm just saying more easy, I'm not saying – that it's not the only way. But what often happens is women use their their tongues, their bitchiness, in mm. order to make life unbearable mm. for someone who they're seeing are a competitor to them. Mm. Yeah. So there's a high potential that you you don't know i mean we've, we we di- we we distort we delete information throughout our life mm-hmm. because when we're stressed we only look in in one direction because that's the way we are we react to it so yeah. there will have been interactions where perhaps you might have fought back you might have done things and but slowly after time you would have realized that perhaps this was not a safe place for you to be mm-hmm. yeah and you would have slowly probably ed- edged away yes yeah I yes and yes it, it it may have not been intentional to start mm. but it may have become more intentional later on yeah. and then when you did leave um they might have seen as you selling them out
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: you know it's
0: very perspective oriented. Yeah. you know yeah I, but i know for me there were times where um <clears throat> As I said to you earlier on in our earlier conversation that they you, I, I felt being pulled back in and when I say uh-huh. in, you're invited <clears throat> to family events and you think okay you've yeah. gone to a family event in the hope that there might a, a conversation might be had but you I've gone mm. to events and you know the, the non-verbal communication the body language just just says it all and I'm sitting yeah. there and thinking you know what the hell am I doing here do you know what I mean because Mm, 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 mm. exactly I feel like exactly it's to poke fun at me that you know they can invite me somewhere not do anything at all and i'm vulnerable i've been left open exactly you
1: know? exactly
0: well i mean this is this is war is
1: it not <laughs> if you, if you think about it and um, and obviously it's really about recognizing for yourself how safe do you feel before you go into that environment um the chances are, unless they actually make an apology to you for their behaviour, mm-hmm. and they're open about that, their part in in in, in whatever's been happening, it's very unlikely they're going to change, and it's very unlikely you'll be safe in that environment. Yes. So it's pr- and and why you would feel so estranged and so left out and so hurt is because you would be going back. Into that that place, you know, where we have the fright, flight, freeze state, yes. you would be going back into that. Mm. So you wouldn't be fighting because that's not what you probably do. Mm. You fight outside the home, but maybe there isn't the the the, the, the real, you know, the loud fisticuffsy kinds of things. Yes. In so basically, you might be the one that kinds of kinds of withdraws, mm. yeah, yeah, which then makes it really not pleasant for. Uh, you know, it's quite hard to fight with someone who's not fighting back, you know.
0: Oh, of course, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
1: You know, and and it's very easy to say, well, you know, if you don't fight with me, you don't love me. You know, if you don't fight me, who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have all of those kinds of things going on in their head too. So it's really kind of really recognizing that you, that mm. you would have... Mm done some form of behavior that mm. for them would have been misinterpreted although for you it would have been totally innocent mm. um and i think that's what happened and maybe with your retreating mm. um being pushed out uh mm. literally in a way uh they did you know it, it you moved further away because it was safer it was safer, yeah. it was better and yeah. you needed to find who you were you know you yeah, needed you know and these things are our lessons aren't they there are lessons because if you you're doing the work now that ex- you experienced. Mm. And so you have chosen to really show the world just what it can be like. Mm. And that's a really powerful thing to have done, really. You yeah. made you've turned something around into a strength, yeah? yeah? And the most important thing is uh, you know, I think in, in any situation is to look at it and think, okay, so yes, this is what I do. I need to make it open. And then it's to look at then how do we do the healing? How do how do we take the next step towards the healing that needs to have happen? Because mm-hmm. it's never good to be estranged because on one level, it's, yeah. you know, there's always that part of you that wants that connection. Yeah. yeah? Because we are connected. We're connected beings. That's right. So, yeah. and,
0: and we're humans, you know. <clears throat> We want that, that, that we need that contact and that leads mm. to the fact that that loneliness and how lonely that can be. Yeah. And yeah. As a society, we know how detrimental loneliness can be, mm. you know, yeah. so, and I don't think, I don't quite think people get where I'm coming from because they're so blase about it. They trivialize it, they minimize it and I get so frustrated because I try to explain, but they just don't get it. It's mm. like, you know, stop Well, the thing them. is,
1: I know, but you know something? It's, it, it, this is a natural reaction for people to do yeah. because sometimes they get so overwhelmed with stuff that they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. yeah? And often it's, some of that is, might be running in their life, and the last thing they want to do is face it. Mm -hmm. so you've got all of that going on um and yes it doesn't make it easy for you I agree Mm -hmm. because it it kind of in a way it feels like they're undervaluing you and they're not hearing Mm -hmm. you and and all of these kinds of things which Mm -hmm. which obviously is 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 painful Mm -hmm. but it is really about also recognizing that um you know you just got to stay out there and keep doing what you're doing because Mm -hmm. You know, the more people that know, the more people, you know, sweeping things under the carpet is what caused so much trouble to happen yeah. for, for millennia because we've kept things quiet. We don't say anything. We kind of say go behind closed doors and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. I think that's really not helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we do so, need to be in the space where we make it open and then it's what do we do with that? Yes. What do we do with that? Once we've got that information, we've got to choose obviously at some level as to whether we want to stay estranged mm. or whether we want to decide that we want a different family.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. You know? Can I just and, ask you something? Would this be considered, you know, um you know under the that coercive control umbrella? Would that be considered psychological or emotional abuse? That yes is, I, think. I think. Okay. I'm, oh yeah, ab- absolutely, because the moment the moment
1: that that someone, well, I guess coercive control is, is really recognizing, even though people don't know necessarily consciously what they're doing, mm. and, and there are a lot of people that don't, mm. what often happens is they're still doing it because they, that's giving them power. Mm. Remember I said to you that when we go through, tra- when we go through traumas, we are going to adapt. We're going to either fight, flight, or freeze. But that reaction is going to give us certain kinds of behaviors so we'll either learn to be a quiet child or we'll learn to be a smart child and chase credit uh, uh, qualifications we might learn to be a naughty child we'll learn a strategy that will work for us mm. and then what will happen is only later on we won't you know we'll 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 start to see, oh, my life isn't as good as it needs to be yeah. Mm. And when we track back, you find that it's some of these adaptive patterns that we've taken on board and and listen and wrong beliefs that we that we have. Mm. And but the thing is, these even though you it is coercive control, the people that are in those behaviors are still running behaviors of their childhood. So they may not necessarily see that it is coercive. There are people that do know, okay, let, let's not get beat around the bush. Yes, when yes, you tell yes. someone and you keep telling them, you keep saying, that's hurting me, um, yes, that's coercive. And if your friends are saying, hey, hold on a minute, yeah. then you, you know, and you choose not to believe that, well, then there's coerciveness going on because if you're not able to do and be who you need to be, as a you know as as a person that can that can um go out and make choices for yourself really really choices for yourself i mean it's quite hot you know sometimes we think that you know we, we we sometimes as as women we we think that we have to be home and then so what happens is they you know, someone gets used to you being at home, and then when you decide you want to go and have another life sort of style, add to your life, they get jealous or they get angry or they get yes, things because yeah. you're changing the dynamic. Yeah. And then they may Different. form more pressure mm. because now you're
0: changing it. Yeah, How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> that's exactly how it's been for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, mm. You don't, All you're, All I'm doing is just, you know, trying to get on with my life. I've got two children here, you know, single parent. Yeah. You know, you just want to make a better life for you, you know, and for, for yourself. And you kind of yeah, just, you know, why exactly. they want that for you. Do you know what I mean? But also what I wanted to say is that coercive control, We people need to understand that it's an invisible form of abuse, isn't it? Um, yes. Because it's yes. yeah, it way is. of the physical. And, you know, even when I was writing my book, you know, mm. my, my fictional book—the book that I wrote, um the second book that I wrote—I <laughs> wrote it as a fictional book, and then people mm. say well, I can't really talk about it because I, I have, I haven't been abused, and it, as if there's some sort of competition or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, if if one has had educated themselves to say that abuse is not always physical there's the psychological the economic you know the emotional side of things do you know what I mean yeah like, exactly and that's all that I'm trying to put out there is to educate yourself be aware of what's happening in your relationships and again yeah. the, the the other annoying thing is that um people need I keep saying people need to learn, but abuse doesn't always take place with a partner or, or a spouse. And as you can see, I'm talking about my family members here. I'm talking about my sisters who have emotionally, psychologically abused me. Mm. You know, so it doesn't always um, uncover itself, you know, in a in a partner, if you're with your partner or your spouse or, or whatever, it can happen in a family um oh yeah i mean
1: yeah family is the first is always the first place of abuse anyway because mm. what often happens is when 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 parents have children they're you know they are often not ready to be parents mm. yeah mm. and so therefore they see children as an extension of themselves mm. luckily that's not so much now yeah. because we the world is changing but in general, in sort of my time where it was seen and not heard, yeah. children were a very different category almost. Mm. And I, parents did abuse their children,
0: yeah.
1: you know, in, in different ways. Yeah. And, I even, and you know, I think that when you don't see the person, mm-hmm. when you don't look to see the person and you don't think about that person, you are, you are in effect, abusing them. Mm. It's as simple as that. If you take time and, you, and you're able to go back and you say, okay, what is it that you said? Or I'm sorry this happened. I'm, you must feel this. Well, then what happens is you start to get a relationship happen where people will have mutual respect. But mm. the moment there's no mutual respect, mm. yeah. the, the moment I feel that I'm more important than you, is the moment that there's a, there is going to be an abuse because mm. it's a it, we're, we're literally a top-down kind of thing, one person looking down on mm. another yeah. and not allowing the other to rise so that they both sit in the same
0: place equally. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And if
1: that doesn't happen, it's it's abuse on some level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean um, that's that's very harsh. <laughs>
0: No I mean it is a very harsh thing but call a, because the spade because that's what it is, yeah. you know and as much as I sort of like knew it deep down, you know I, 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 I struggled to say the words, I struggled to put that defense, to say no, that's not what's happening to me, you know but mm. time has gone on well, for me, as time has gone on, you know and I've researched and, and read more than I understand what well, it is coercive control. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I haven't conformed mm-hmm. to your beliefs or your values, you know, mm-hmm. you no longer want me. Yeah. Then, you know. So. Yeah.
1: I think I think yeah, I agree with what you're saying, and I think the thing to really understand is always from that point of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we try and do is we try and keep the system stable. Mm-hmm. So if someone is is rocking the boat. What they want to keep doing is keeping the system stable. Yes. So they will up the stakes in order that you will stop what you're doing, so that the system stays stable. It, th- mm. That's the simplicity of it. Mm. The effect of what you feel mm. ain't good. Yeah. No, that. And so, if you are ab- if they are able to get you to come back to the point where they can feel stable, then they feel empowered because mm-hmm. now. Everything's okay. I, it's not about being uncertain. You know, we grew up, we developed and we evolved in a world that was all about, you know, surviving. Mm. So our job is to try and keep things as stable as possible so that we can thrive. Mm. Yeah, The pyramids were only built because there was a lot of stability at that time. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been built. Mm. So the stability, we, try, we naturally try and self-sort to stability, but there's always an aspect that's always trying to uncreate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So we try to always create stability. And in, in, in our brain, it's the same thing. Mm. You know, our, our basically our neurons fire together to wire it together. But, you know, at the same time, we're created in order to change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it like you know the brain likes to stay the same, but it likes to also change, but it prefers mm. to stay the same. So it's really understanding that key. Mm. So if you're changing the dynamic, then you're you unstabilizing the system. Yes. How dare you? I know, how, dare <laughs> I, how
0: dare you? How dare you unstabilize the system? <laughs> Oh my god. Ah, How could you do that? I know, Shireen, it's been an absolute pleasure getting um, a a much better. We finally got on. And for you to come on, actually, yeah. Um, Oh, pleasure. I have a much more better understanding um, of it and know that I don't think I really did anything wrong, you know, but in order for me to. No,
1: it's not about doing anything wrong. I think whatever, I think the most important thing is to recognize that we always in any system we all are gonna ha- we're all going to we're all going to have to take responsibility for our part in whatever interaction it is yeah. and you know when we're younger we don't have the same the same ability that we have as adults yeah. and it's just recognizing that and that's not saying that what people do is not wrong it's mm-hmm. you know obviously being unkind is not okay and also at the same time recognizing that there is differences that change so mm-hmm. no you were not wrong in a, in a way no they were not right right and wrong too mm-hmm. but it's really about as adults bef- we have better choices yeah. Yeah? yeah and as adults, if we're choosing not to um, to try and connect, then what' we're do- what we're doing is we're going into the, the nature of trying to control.
0: Mm, yeah
1: so if we're not connecting we're trying to control generally yeah,
0: yeah. thank you so much Shireen. thank you Poser. so much i really Poser. appreciate it definitely and I, I will continue to raise awareness about this um, and that's yes. you know, it's not just um, it's really important absolutely absolutely and that's why i've created my broadcast stop sweeping under the carpet because people are sitting out there in pain and it hurts yeah and um, yeah. even though I've already told my story, I told it in, in the book, but now it's mm. now speaking to you, it, it's on a deeper level. Um, so I appreciate that. So, yeah. And, you know, that just
1: talking allows them to resonate. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I think we hear stuff and we ignore. We hear, we ignore. We need to, until after a while we go, oh, my goodness, this is what it is. And I think that's really important. So I do think you must keep doing your Job. Your job? Not sweep it under the carpet. Thank you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're one of those people that when you did clean, you cleaned everything.
0: <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> 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 thank you Shri. well uh, done people okay. get in contact with you i mean put, by all means put your contact details um in the yeah down below so if anyone if thank you, you, you thank you they can get in contact with you thank you so much Shri. yes Until next time all right then take, take care bye <laughs> oh, bye Bye.
1: thank bye. god we got on now we know
0: exactly exactly <laughs> oh my god thank you
1: i know i know but thank you for persevering bye. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that was Shireen. Thank you so much for coming on. My apologies if you if you managed to last um, to listen to the broadcast right up until the end. My apologies for the the sound issues that we had beforehand. Um, it's we're, it's a learning curve for for both of us. So next time, if something like that happens, then we know to put. Head- so yes, yeah, so this was stop sweeping it under the carpet. Um, Shireen was giving me a.